Today's question deals with the loss of a spouse. And this person has written in and asked, what does the Bible say about the appropriate time or length of mourning and remarriage or carrying on with one's life again without being judged by the world? So if I'm understanding this question correctly, this person wants to know if there's anything in the Bible that talks about how long somebody should mourn so that they can show the world, listen, I've I've mourned appropriately. I'm allowed now to remarry, to get on with my life. And they want to be able to show something to the world from the Bible that says, listen, I've, I've done this appropriately. I've, I've handled this biblically. So I'm going to try to give you some Bible verses that would speak to this subject. But I am going to be upfront with you. There are no verses that talk about an appropriate length of time for mourning. Uh, that is going to be more of a cultural issue. Um, even we can break it down to a familial issue. Different families might have uh, different opinions on how long you should mourn. Um, I think really at the end of the day, it's an individual issue. That's the way it should be handled, right? It's between you and God as far as an appropriate length of time uh, spent in mourning. Uh, the Bible speaks in, in the book of Zechariah about the funeral and how the men would mourn and the women would mourn, but separately. Uh, so the Jews had their own cultural standards for mourning, but none of those things are binding upon us. It, it, we, we are not told anywhere in the New Testament that we have to mourn according to uh, these Jewish standards. Now, when it comes to mourning, the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, there is a time to mourn. How long? It doesn't tell us. As I've said, the, cult, the culture in which you find yourself will have one thing to say. Your family might have a different idea. At the end of the day, it's between you and God. In the same book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7 and verse 2, it says, It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to his heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by the sadness of the countenance the heart is made better. Verse 4 says, The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. Now I've given you those verses simply to say that mourning is appropriate and that there is much to be learned during that time. Uh, it is perfectly fine to take all the time you need. Uh, especially when you lose the love of your life. This, this will change everything. So don't feel rushed, but at the same time, don't feel uh, pressure to stay in a period of mourning just because uh, the people around you expect that of you. If you have already found the necessary closure and comfort and peace in your heart about the situation, you're ready to move on. There's nothing in the Bible that talks about having to wait beyond that, that point that you feel in your heart. Now, the question has also been asked, what does the Bible say about remarriage and about carrying on with one's life? Now, let's be careful because this question also has in it, how can I carry on with my life without being judged by the world? Well, we can't control what the world thinks about us, right? So there's very little we can do on that. The best thing we can do as Bible-believing Christians is to know what the Word says, apply it to our lives, and then the world, just let them have their opinion, let them say what they will. Um, the best chapter, I believe, in the New Testament for advice on marriage, 
remarriage, divorce, and anything related to that is 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And in that chapter, right at the end of it, Paul deals with this uh, situation specifically. He says in verse 39, The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will, only in the Lord. So Paul mentions nothing about mourning here. Now, it, it, that's not to say that they shouldn't, right? Paul says in Romans 12, weep with them that weep. So there's obviously a time for mourning uh, that, that goes without saying. But Paul says that once the husband is dead, the, the, the widow can remarry. She has liberty to be married to whomsoever she will, except the, the one limitation Paul puts on it is that uh, she needs to marry a believer. So this, this would be consistent with what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 6 about not being unequally yoked with unbelievers. So that's the only stipulation, Paul says, the only boundary is that you need to marry somebody that is in the Lord, uh, somebody that is also saved. The next verse, Paul says, But she is happier if she so abide after my judgment. And I think also that I have the Spirit of God. Now, to properly understand that, you would have to read the rest of chapter 7 and what led up to that statement. Paul had been explaining that if somebody can stay single, then they would have more time uh, and, and more energy to devote to the Lord, both body and spirit. However, Paul also recognizes that not everybody's built the same. Not everybody has that proper gift of God to stay single and stay out of trouble. So if somebody needs to have a spouse in order to avoid falling into uh, various temptations uh, and, and lust of the flesh, then Paul said it is better to marry than to burn, that is to burn in lusts. Uh, Paul talks about somebody, this is earlier in the chapter, if somebody's been loosed from a wife, he says, seek not a wife. So the first thing you would try is let me see if I can be single devote myself to God. But if you cannot, you're, it's not as if you're failing the Lord or you're less of a Christian or you're not as spiritual. You're simply recognizing your own limitations, which is smart. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7, 28, But and if thou marry, thou hast not sinned. And if a virgin marry, she hath not sinned. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh, but I spare you. So the trouble that one would find in the flesh, this is... This is something that all married couples uh, will admit that a relationship takes work. You not only have to deal with each other and getting used to each other, but you have the outside pressure of what does my culture, what do the people around me think of this union and so forth. So Paul says, listen, if you're single, you don't have to deal with those things. But if you get married, you're not sinning. You just need to be aware of the fact that there are going to be some challenges that come with it. So for this specific situation that we're dealing with today, if somebody has lost uh, a spouse, how long should they mourn? I believe that uh, is going to be between the individual and God. Um, is it okay if they remarry? Yes, absolutely. But as a believer, you should marry another believer. Beyond that, there are no biblical limitations to what this person uh, should do about moving on with their life. One thing you wanna remember, is that ultimately the only person you answer to is God. So if the world uh, disapproves of the speed 
with which you have mourned or how quickly you've remarried, they uh, don't know all the details of your situation. It is not their place to judge that situation. Uh, they will have something to say, but don't put too much weight into that. If you have handled this mourning process and a remarriage, a possible remarriage, uh, according to the Word of God, then I think you should have a peace in your heart that one day when you stand before the Lord, you can honestly say to Him, I handled that the best way I could by your grace and according to your will. So I hope this has helped. And unlike my other videos, I, I sometimes would encourage you to leave uh, further questions in the comments. When it comes to specialized things like this, uh, when it comes to marriages, usually those things get quite personal. So I would encourage you to do this. Uh, speak with your pastor personally. Work out any of the maybe nuances of your specific situation with him and uh, allow him to, to help you through this difficult time and, and uh, moving on process. But I am glad that you reached out and asked and I hope this has helped. If this video has helped, you can click the like button. If you'd like to follow along with our Bible Q&A blog, you can click subscribe. Feel free to leave a Bible question in the comment section below or visit us on our Facebook page, Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. And if you live in town, we'd like to invite you to one of our services and we hope to see you soon. May God bless and have a great day further.